I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> video games. Yeah. I've only played one video game. It's Assassin's Creed, and it's the best game because you get to walk around Rome. And, okay. As Michael Fassbender. <clears throat> right, that's, yes. do you know there's a Michael Fassbender movie, and yeah, how do you feel about Marianne that? Yeah, and Marion Cotillard. Who? Marion Cotillard. <clears throat> and so, uh, like, are you pumped on this are movie? You, do you think it's, like, going to be? saying it wrong on purpose, sir. I, I honestly can't tell, because I love to say things wrong on purpose, but I can't tell if you're saying it wrong on purpose or not. We'll never know. <laughs> uh, so, wait, are you and pumped? And a mystery sealer. And a mystery sealer. Are you pumped to see this Assassin's Creed movie? Yeah, like, it's, it's going to be, be the... really bad. Really? Yeah. So it's going to be really good. Do you li- Are you, like, into bad movies? Is that, like, a thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the director's so good. <clears throat> who's, that, who's doing that? I forget his name, but he directed... Marion Cotillard and Michael Fassbender in an adaptation of Macbeth. That was amazing. Oh, that yeah, same Macbeth. Yeah, he's married Macbeth. to um, Essie Davis. I don't know who that is either. Hmm. Is that how you pronounce that name as well? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, his name, director. Wow, Michael Fassbender. <clears throat> Why does I? Where does it say? Oh, Justin Kurzel. And he's right. married to Essie Davis. They're both Australian. He is married to Essie Davis since who's 2002. Essie they have who's, who's two daughters. Davis. They have two daughters. <clears throat> um, Essie Davis is. Let me open this in a new tab. An actress, Australian. In her she. 40s, oh, she's banging. the woman from The Babadook. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she still got it. I don't know what you mean by that, but she was awesome in The Babadook. I, I bought it. Like, I really believed it. Did you buy the book? The Babadook. I wanted to the buy book, that book because it was book. so cool. Have you seen The Babadook? I haven't, but I've read about it. <clears throat> I just know that The Babadook is not a symbol. What do you mean? It's not Babadook, like the Babadook as a figure driving force in the film. Not a symbol. <laughs> oh, not symbolic, you mean? No, mm. not a symbol. Right. Well, you should see it. Uh, so I recently went and saw that Inside Out, or no, not Inside Out. That's the Pixar movie, Lights Out, which I feel like really wanted to be the Babadook, and was bad. And basically, if you take Kristen Stewart and make her blonde and put her in a a bad Babadook remake, that's Lights Out. Is Kristen Stewart in Lights Out? No, but the woman okay. <laughs> who's in it is like a blonde Kristen Stewart. It's like the same she same has no actress. Facial expressions. I like actually to lick her lips a lot. You know, I and guess I don't know Kristen Stewart as well as. She. There's she like a into thing. Into the wild um, for like a hot second, where she was just like, "Oh, I'm not 16," and she he's like, "I'm not gonna sleep with you," and she's like, "Okay." So this director has done such films as Blue Tongue, The Snowtown Murders, The Turning, Macbeth, Haven, Assassin's Creed, and The Siege. Ass Creed. Ass Creed. Is, that, Ass Creed. What, is that what they call it on the inside? Ass Creed, bro. <laughs> That's... Did you like the trailer for Assassin's Creed, though? Because it had Kanye's I Am A God I know, as the background. Yeah. I What's a Kanye's I Am A God? I Am A God, hurry up with my oh. damn croissant. It's different words. Yeah. Zyamagod is not a word. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Kanye West's hit song, I Am a God. Off of the album Yeezus. Featuring God. 
I yeah. believe it on the track listing God. it says featuring God. God. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I'm I'm out of touch with what millen- you millennials are into. Don't worry. On on the ride home today, I'll be like, Hey Siri, play me "I Am a God" featuring God by Kanye West. You can't Siri, you can't me, say Hey too. Siri on a podcast because then people listening to it in the car or people listening to it with their phones nearby. So now if I'm going to listen to this in the car, I'm going to listen back, and it's going to stop playing because <laughs> the my, my car is going to be like, Oh, what? Wait, have we started? Oh yeah, we started. He just hits record and. It's a lot of B-roll. And yeah, because this but it is says like mute. no. It's, it's if, if it blinks. If it's blinking, it's on mute, right? Oh, that's terrible. Did you just mute? Yeah, don't do that. Um, okay, so Matt, do you want to explain the show? So this is a podcast in which the three of us sit together in a room and we have a dialogue together. A room. Um, a room. The room, if you will. And no, it's, it's not the room. It's usually a fun and lively dialogue between three peoples. Um, two of the people in the room are aware of what the topic is and, and what is going on. And then we, the third person is not aware. So we, we bring someone in who uh, we don't tell them anything what it's about. And then we kind of spring all this on them last second. And then we see what you know. We see what you don't know. And we see if we can make you interested in the topic of the day. Yeah. It's kind of like what happens when people stop being polite and, and start, start getting, getting real. real. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so uh, the, the superhero topic for today is the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern. Any familiarity? Um, okay, wasn't Ryan Reynolds in it? He, Ryan Reynolds was in a uh, feature-length adaptation. And it was really bad. Was he bad or was the movie bad? Matt? Both. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah. I would say both. both Who was his leading lady? It was the woman from uh, the CW. What's her name? She's in all the CW. She was like from CW shows. Kristen Bell. I don't know who that is. Now you lost me. Isn't she like a, one of those like CW actresses? Like was she in Gossip Girl or something? Blake Lively? Blake, Blake Lively. They're married. Ryan in Reynolds and Blake Lively are married. I did in real not. life. And well, she was the, she was the, the woman in the, in the picture, Carol Ferris. Feral Karras. <laughs> I like that. Um, Who else so, was in that movie? Mark Strong was Pe- in that movie? Peter Sarsgaard. Mark, Mark Strong and Peter Sarsgaard. Well, Peter Sarsgaard was like the villain. Yeah. Mark's, Mark Strong was more of the like... Setting up the villain for the second one. Yeah. Which never happened. Tim Robbins was in it. Because it was it. bad. Because it was bad. It was very bad. Yeah, sadly. It was one of those like... You kind of knew it was going to be bad from the first images that you saw of it, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. going to be bad. So let, let me ask you this then. What do you think of the costumes that superheroes wear? The whole outfit thing. Impractical. Impractical? Why? It's just like if I was going to be doing like super superheroing, like jumping buildings or whatever, I don't know. What just, would you wear? Like if you were flying through space... Of your own power. Through space, like outer space? Outer space, yeah, absolutely. Like a space suit. But like let's say you didn't you don't need the helmet or spacesuit or yeah. anything. Like but you, I do need you can wear helmet. whatever you want. Let's but like we're gonna suspend disbelief for a moment. So I'm no longer human. No, you are. So, well the Green Lantern is. But let's just let's just say that you have the ability to fly through space under you know, your own willpower. 
uh, what would you choose to wear? Nothing. You'd just be naked. Yeah. <laughs> naked in space. Why would I need to wear anything? I'm like not, I'm superhero, right? <laughs> I'm a superhuman. I think. I mean, that's kind of like the Miracle Man angle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 Dr. Manhattan. And him. Yeah. He just, he just is like, well, I don't miracle have to wear it. Man, miracle women were naked. And he's for all part blue. He's all blue. You could because be blue. He doesn't need oxygen. Or you could be green. So the reason I bring it up is because most superheroes have to wear something. But the idea about the Green Lantern is he has this ring, right? He's not called the Green Ring, but his power comes from a ring. And with that, he creates everything based on his imagination and willpower. So his suit is created. Uh, out of like what comes out of the ring and as a, a decision in the film rather than actually give him a suit to wear they stuck Ryan Reynolds in this weird gray like bodysuit and then animated the costume on top of him hmm and it, and it was bad bad and and it's just like how did this get past anything and he like looks weirdly skinny and his like bones and muscles are looked weird and it was just like what were they thinking if, and from, like, the get-go, you're like, well, that, he looks stupid. So yeah. is the Green Lantern a shapeshifter? No, because no. he's just a regular, like, so this is where, you know, there's, the Green Lantern is kind of a complicated concept in that there are a bunch of people that have this ring that can be Green Lanterns. And so most of the time, I, uh, I think, when we're talking about just the Green Lantern, there's the Green Lantern that Ryan Reynolds played in the movie. His name's Hal Jordan, and he gets the ring and becomes the Green Lantern of Earth and of, like, this sector of space. Because, again, he can fly through space, right? But there are other Green Lanterns. They have a whole Green Lantern Corps that, um, you know, it's like the intergalactic police, kind of, and they all have the ring and the ability to all do the same things. And so there's aliens, and there's, like, a planet that is sentient that is a green lantern so do you like like uh law and order the show not the concepts of law and order <laughs> no <laughs> or like ncis no. or any of that stuff never you seen any of them i don't like the concept of law and order personally <laughs> the concept of the show <laughs> but um it's kind of like if those police procedural type programs if they were superheroes then that's the Green Lantern. Who go through core. space, too. Yeah. So they, they police the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Then who oversees the police corps? It's a great question. The Guardians of the Galaxy. They're these little blue men from the planet Oa. That being said, for legal reasons, they can't be called the Guardians of the Galaxy because that's owned by another company. But they are they are the Guardians. Oh, yeah. yeah. So are they gods, then? They mess that shit up all the time. Mm, no. No. They're just they, like ancient. Yeah, yeah, they're like an ancient civilization that like feels like they've got to take it upon themselves to take, you know, police the rest of the universe. And at first they did it with these uh, robots called the Manhunters and that kind of really backfired on them. Um, and the Manhunters like went off on their own and tried to conquer Earth by using uh, like... Manhunters. Yeah, well, and they and they use like sleeper agents throughout the planet and like to try and infiltrate Earth, and that kind of failed. And then there was like one Manhunter that was a superhero for a while, right? And then and then Manhunter became another superhero, right? And she was cool. That book was great. Um, and then they were like, "Oh, I th- we've got a better idea of these Green Lanterns." And so they've got this. They call it a Green Lantern because they each one of them gets this lantern, 
and the lantern powers the ring, and the lanterns are powered from the battery that's on their planet that the blue people have. Which is like just one giant lantern. <laughs> so there's the giant lantern that has all the energy, which is created from willpower. Then there's the tiny lanterns that just store X amount of willpower, kind of like gasoline for a car. And mm-hmm. then there's the ring that absorbs the willpower that then they can use. And they got to recharge it every 24 hours. They have to say an oath. The oath. To unlock the power of will. In darkest day, it, right? In darkest day. No, in brightest day and darkest night. No evil will. Uh, oh, man, I can't believe I don't know it. Keep trying. <laughs> what, is what, was, what was that huge DC event? In brightest day and dark. It, it was brightest day. What was what was the event that came before? Darkest night. Blackest night. Ah. Nerd. Man, I, I am the worst. So then, uh, does anything? No evil shall escape my sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, through those who worship evil's might, beware my power, Green Lantern's light. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, does any of this sound interesting? Um, I would want to understand the cosmology of the big battery. What? And the little blue men. Like what makes the little blue men tick? <laughs> yeah, you know, they're enforcing a moral order. Hmm. Where does that moral order come from? themselves yeah i think they kind of set up the right and wrongs that's up to them so it's a self-generating moral order that they impose through the galaxy it's kind of like if the founding fathers of america never died and then stayed in charge of america together forever and america's the galaxy (laughs) and i think i think when you know we say thing i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) you should talk to my roommate (laughs) And they don't, so, you know, obviously, like, the police force that we have, there's, in, in the United States, there's a lot of rules and regulations and laws that they enforce. But I think the Green Lantern Corps, they don't get down into the nitty-gritty. They get, they handle, like, you know, if someone wants to, like, wipe out a planet, they send the Green Lantern Corps to, like, take care of that bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's not as much of, like, you know, I see where you're coming from and where I think where you were going about them imposing like this is, you know, it's not a democratic system on what is the law. Um, and I, So I think they stick to kind of the higher level that everyone can agree like, hey, that guy probably should not kill everyone on that planet. Let's send the Green Lanterns out to take care of that. That said, they are revealed to be fairly corrupt. So mm-hmm. the, ev- the, the little blue men yes. mm-hmm. are corrupt. Yes. So their moral order is also corrupt. Correct. And this becomes conflict within the story. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Because what happens when your lawmakers are making bad laws? And then it's up to the Green Lanterns to decide, do we follow these or do we rebel? And then some do and some don't. So it is like the founding of America. (laughs) Similarly, they then, uh, at, at one point, they create these like alpha lanterns, which are a combination of the robot manhunters and the um, the free will Green Lantern Corp. And they right? feel like uh, like internal affairs. Yeah. So they're yeah, they're like affairs. you're giving me a face. Faces like don't translate. Bureaucracy. On. Well, no, like like in a, uh, like a police structure, you have someone to put like who watches the Watchmen, like who polices. Yeah. So it's internal affairs. But they're like programmed to only listen to whatever the guardians so say. So they're the guardians, robot internal yeah. affairs. 
Yes, melded with uh, like uh, someone on the Green Lantern Corps who was at some time elite. So they were like, oh, like you're a great Green Lantern. We're gonna basically turn you into something that will only ever listen to us. And so semi-human, but mostly robot. Yeah. Well, Android. not human. I don't think any of them are humans. Or, you know, I mean, they were alien, all aliens. Yeah. yeah. Is Ryan Reynolds a human though? Yes. As far as we know, but I'd have to double check. <laughs> So. I mean, he does have a body that's out of this world, but otherwise, I'm pretty sure he's. That's where, that's where I was going. Uh, his the character that he plays, Hal Jordan, is a human and was like a like a ace test pilot, just kind of like a you know Top Gun style. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of homoeroticism. Yeah, does he have a sidekick? No, no. but there are other Earth Lanterns. So there's yeah. like Kyle Rayner and Guy Gardner and John Stewart and Baz, uh, the new the new one that Jeff Johns made. I'm not familiar with him. And then what's her face? She's a new one, Earth, right? Yeah, the new the one, the Jess, new new Jessica book. something. Yeah, I don't know. Whoops. Wait, I'm Jessica not... Jones? <laughs> Jessica Jones. <laughs> the Green Isn't that like on Netflix or something? No, I think it's Jessica Cruz. Jessica Cruz, you got it. And, and I, I, I want to say Baz Simon Bass. It's not Baz. Simon, Simon Bass. Bass. <laughs> yeah. The guy who directed <laughs> Romeo <laughs> plus Juliet. Um, I love Baz Larman, guys. And now really? Simon yeah, I really Bass do. Gatsby? and Jessica Cruz are the Lanterns of Earth. Hal Jordan is in charge of the Green Lanterns now or something. And I don't know where the other ones are. It's gonna say it's Great Gatsby, the Green Lantern. Guy Gardner. Gatsby believed in the green light. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> so let's let's break this box wide open though. So you're familiar with the Green Lantern Corps. You get you kind of get this idea, right? Internet in, in intergalactic space police. Yes. Now what if I told you? that there's a whole color spectrum out there. Like, so not only is there a green lantern, but there's a red lantern, and an orange lantern, oh, and a yellow yeah. lantern. So it's like... And then a blue lantern, and an indigo, indigo lantern, and, and a black. violet lantern, and a black lantern, and, and a white. white lantern. So like senators, judges, HR. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, idea is, so if green is, pow- is willpower, right? Yeah. Then all the other ones have different emotions, right? And so they and and so when they introduced this idea, like the concept was that like the whole universe was, you know, the, all the powers in the universe were coming from these like different emotions. Initially, it was if if you're you have the willpower and you're not afraid of anything, kind of the opposite of will was fear, and the only things that the 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 ring didn't have power over were things that were yellow, and so someone had a great idea and they were like, well. What if yellow was a representative of fear and we had yellow lanterns and there rather than use the power of will, they use the power of fear and their rings. And then there was like a whole group of villains that used yellow rings. So before we go any further, one thing I want to know <laughs> is what do you think of that idea? It's pretty dumb. <laughs> the reason I ask you, is you listening, Jeff Johns? the man behind that idea is now the president of that company. Yeah, he just got a big old promotion. Of Green Lanterns? Of DC Comics in, oh. in, in entirety. And like all of its facets, both like the films and uh, shows and like like he's president of DC. Now yeah. granted, like you still have to answer to board members and Warner Brothers and all that stuff, so it doesn't mean he he's like, okay, now we're making Yellow Lanterns the movie, but they tried. 
Yeah. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> they legitimately so tried. Bad. Yeah, I mean, they are they are doing another like a Green Lantern Corp yeah, movie. Yeah, they're trying another. Do you say core or corp? I say core, but sometimes I'll say corp. You know what I'm you know what I mean? Corp or core? Because it's the peace core. Yeah. But then in, when you say corp, it's like it's like short a for corporation. People, but but it is also think. So I have a I have a fun game. We'll name the color, and you tell us what emotion you think it is, right? Yeah. So we'll just do Roy G. Biv. So red. Wait, so, okay. Can we back up, though? Because yes. willpower is not an emotion. Correct. <laughs> so is green. So green is willpower. So yeah. we're Correct. not going to go with emotions. We're going to go with, like, But the other, ones, the other ones are, are emotions. emotions. So, like, fear. Kind of. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll go through this, but and then we'll we'll again we'll we'll check in to see what you think of this idea. Okay. What do they, they call um, it the emotional spectrum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, red. Uh, red is of course anger. Yeah. Correct. That's an easy one. I feel like. Orange. Uh, sloth. No. Well, no, no. It's avarice, greed. Yeah. That's not an emotion. Greed. It's a, one of the seven That's... deadly sins. <laughs> I mean, being uh, greedy is not an emotion. I don't, well, but you do feel greed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not an emotion. Like, if I'm being emotional, I'm probably not being greedy. Or, uh, sorry, if I'm being greedy, I'm not being emotional. I feel like the emotion for that would be jealousy. Sort of, yeah. I mean, the guy, there's, so there's only one orange lantern. Um, his name is Larflees. Agent Orange, Larflees, yeah. And Ooh, the, Larflees. Way that, <laughs> the way that he has his core is he kills people. And then he Takes can like gold. that as well. He's kind of like Smeagol. Yes. Um, and he uh, he generates them through the power of his ring. So that's how he gets his. So maybe followers. maybe it's not an emotion, but maybe like lustful. Was well, no, because then there's another one that's closer to that. Um, so uh, yellow we established was fear. Yeah. Oh, Green it's like as cowardice, well. right? Um, for fear or for yellow. Yeah, they say specifically fear. Like red is specifically rage, orange greed, like yellow fear, green willpower. So blue. Mm. Sadness. It's Moping. not inside out. <laughs> Depression. No, they don't really do sadness, right? Sad. There's no is sad an emotion. Ring. Yeah. There's no sad lantern. <laughs> um, blue is hope. Well, hell gets kind mm. of sad sometimes. Like in the, or in the in the early '90s, he was sad. Yeah, hope is blue, and then indigo. It's a tough one. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. So it's <laughs> an it's a an emotion. Yes. It's sort it's an emotion of. like will is an emotion. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. So you, you can feel this towards some people. Some sort I guess. of drive, right? Would it be a drive, like a like human a drive? drive, like a instead of like an emotion. Like, willpower is not an emotion. Willpower is a drive. Yeah. Mm. So it would be indigo drive. My, I drive a purple car, but uh, indigo is compassion. Yeah. And they're very weird. Super weird. Um, and then what's left? Uh, v, violet. Uh, so this is the star sapphires? Yeah. Yeah. Space cadet. Space. Cadet. That's also that's. <laughs> this I is mean, a legit emotion. emotion. This, this is yeah. a real one. 
It's a real emotion? Yes. Um, happy. Okay, yeah. What well, if you're like joy. really like super happy Elation. for like that one person? <laughs> Lustful. <laughs> and what if it was a little deeper than that? Yeah. Less sexy. Less sexy. Uh, oh, is it love? Yeah, yeah. And then there's white Two and black. More. So what what do you think they are? Oh, um not really black emotions. Black is chaos and white is like like chaos, amorality. It's, it's I mean they fit that Yeah. As a notion those fit to what they are, but the answer black is, is wrong. Black is evil, white is good. Um not necessarily. I it's, don't know. It's about that. Well, because it mean, would be the two ends of the color spectrum. Right. So Correct. it would be a gathering of each of those things mm-hmm. in right. but like, so within the concept, like you're again it, like it's sort of right, like the black lanterns are evil and the white lantern is good. And I don't like that it's, that feels weird to say. It feels racist to say. Um, but like also, no. <laughs> yeah, because the Green Lantern, like evil Green evil. Lanterns are good, and they're not neither. So white. they're both amoral. Um, well, it's 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 life and death. So white is the life, and black is death. And so, like the Black Lanterns are all zombies, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And there's only one White Lantern, for whatever reason. Yeah. Only one person was good enough to be white. So white is good. <laughs> the the lesson of the story apparently is that black is bad and white is good. So you if know, you're black, you're a zombie. Oh <laughs> boy, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. I think that's not what he's trying to say. Uh, Make DC Comics great again. The, yeah. Well, maybe I that's mean, like if we're thinking about Green Lantern as the founding of America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get too political on here, but yeah. So now that you know all about the color spectrum, yeah. What are you? What are you? What are your thoughts on all of this? Pretty gay. Um, I don't think that uh, uh, the sexuality of any of the characters plays into this. Yeah, but it's the color spectrum. So it's happy then. You're saying. Is that what you're implying? That's no, I'm very... talking about like gay pride flag. <laughs> Black and white are not on the flag. Could be. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, I guess if the black and white are the non-visible end of the color spectrum, mm-hmm. then in theory Anne is right. But they're not printed on the flag. <laughs> but they're supposed to be... Oh, to discuss this. <laughs> this is silly. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you, you were not selling you, huh? It's just... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, no police dramas... No intergalactic dramas. Okay, so color then dramas. Before we got emotional on emotional dramas. Emotional dramas. You said that you did see the first Avengers picture. How did you feel about the picture film? Yeah, moving the, picture film. Moving, yeah, it's a motion picture, mm-hmm. a major motion picture. What, did you like it? What did you think about Avengers? Um, I couldn't follow the story, but I liked it. What about it? Couldn't you follow? Is it like? The references to the other films that were too kind of opaque or Yeah, and they well they just have this really complicated backstory that they mm-hmm. gloss over in like the first ten minutes and then the rest of the film is people beating each other up and you're like, Why are they doing this? So you like the origin story f- movies? Like where they give you like how did I become Captain America? 
Yeah, you know, it's like if you're going to take such great lengths, if you're going to mm. put in so much effort, it's like you want to understand why someone's doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, like, obviously Matt and I have seen all of the movies leading up to it, and I think there's kind of – I think Avengers among them does stand out on its own a little bit, but, like, it's tough to say because – I, I've never seen the Avengers without having seen the six or whatever movies that came before it. Yeah. How many are there? However, it doesn't matter. Um, so I see what you're saying. I feel like when I went to go see it, there was a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. So everyone was like, have you seen the Avengers? Are you going to go to see it? They were very, very excited, and I didn't understand why. And I think that there were a lot of people who were excited because they were into this story and they've had this kind of history with it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that, but I just felt, I was like, oh, okay, like this is a big thing. Everyone's going to go see it. Might as well go see it. Hmm. Have you seen any other superhero movies? Um, let's see. You mentioned um, Jessica Jones. I well, I mean, I that. guess that was a show. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never you mind. I've seen uh, the Batmans. The Batman. The Batman. Um, the Adam Christian West. Bale, not Adam West, <laughs> and not uh, wasn't George Clooney a Batman? Yep. Unfortunately, for like a hot sack. For a whole motion picture, for ninety minutes or so, maybe closer to two hours. He had his own Batman credit card and nipples. Yep, Bat credit card and Bat nipples. All both of those things happened. So that's pretty spooky. Um, <laughs> spooky nipples. I have yeah. nightmares. <laughs> That's bat nipples. Um, what other ones? I saw a Superman at one point. Oh. Hopefully it was Man of Steel. Stop it. No, it was not that. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's Is that the, the one, one with the hot guy? Yeah. They all have hot guys in them, actually. Just going to put that out there. Batman and Robin, 125 minutes of George Clooney. Batman. All of, name a Superman that didn't have a hot guy in it. Exactly. You can't. I saw Watchmen, the film, before I read the Watchmen. So, you like mean the comic book adaptation of the film. <laughs> so, like, so was there something about the movie that made you say, like, "Hey, I should read this," or were you like, "Jesus, why did they make this in the movie?" There's got to be something interesting, like, <laughs> like um, what the fuck did I just watch? Something has to be good about this if they were to. I think what Matt's trying to get at is, is like. With the movies, like the comic doesn't sound interesting to you. So like what makes you go between, or the, sorry, the Green Lantern comic, all that stuff didn't sound interesting. But like you've seen some superhero films, so like what what is interesting? Like why would you read a comic if you saw the film? So like why, if I went and saw this like feature length thing, Hollywood, where they're just pushing this adaptation, what would make me say, you know what, this is great. I wanna read the original. Moral ambiguity? So you like the Zack Snyder approach, I guess. Yeah. Did you like the Watchmen movie? No. 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 But like the something about the moral ambiguity was like, hey, I want to read that book. I like the Rorschach. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that kind of character because you also like, or sorry, did you like the Batman movies? The Batman. Um... <laughs> I mean, everyone loves The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. but mostly because of the Joker. Yeah, but do you like The Dark Knight? Yeah. Because of the Joker? Yeah, I'd say that's actually one of the few superhero movies where I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah. 
What about, so you said that you've also read V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Did you mm. read that because you watched the movie? No, I I read Watchmen first. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to read V for Vendetta because of Alan Moore. Yeah. Mm. I love Alan Moore. So it sounds like, like what the superheroes lack is that it, they're either like just evil or just good. You know, there's, a, there's a right and a wrong, and that's not interesting. It's just, yeah, it's not. I don't know. Hmm. I mean... I, you're making a face like you're almost sorry for it. You don't have to make it. <laughs> yeah, like... It's perfectly fine. That's what's interesting to us in the in these convos. Right. See, see that's the thing, because my genre of choice that I would say that is, like, interesting to me is fantasy. Okay. And for me, like, I love, there are certain films in which there's, like, a clear good and bad, like Lord of the Rings. Mm. I love the books. I love the movies. Um, but that just doesn't translate to, to superheroes with me at all. Hmm. I don't know why. I feel like there are some superhero things on, like, the broad scale um, that attempt what is good uh, or attractive about Lord of the Rings, Right, there's certainly like fantasy type superheroes and, and all that kind of stuff, but I think that's probably a fair point in that like at the end of the day, it's really kind of clear cut. Like mm-hmm. even in, so, I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking Thor. And Thor is like a lot of mythology, um, you know, fight like legitimately just fighting dragons and dwarves <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, and then he goes to Valhalla and you know. Yeah, see that never like, makes sense to me because it's Avengers is Captain America, and yeah. then Thor, who is a god. And they're on the same tier. Yeah. I don't like that. It's it's people from different backgrounds getting together and, and helping each other. Yeah, well, I mean, because the, <laughs> the bad guy was Thor's brother, Loki. And, like, it was at a point where, like, hey, like, this is so bad that we need all of these superheroes, even though, like, normally we might not, you know, all of us see eye to eye. <laughs> so, and Civil Loki War. Got, Loki got the aliens on board, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm um, curious, would you like superheroes if they were also kind of criminals? The, the, there is somewhere that I'm going with this. I'm trying to carefully word to not give it away. <laughs> I know, so you, I'm trying to figure it like out. Like anti-heroes or maybe some roguish individuals who they're not playing by the law, but at the end of the day, they're still kind of doing the right thing. Taking down threats like... Like, you know, Loki was a threat to the entire planet. So they're still kind of going after that kind of big bad guy. But maybe they're doing it for selfish reasons. And then, like, everybody kind of benefits. You know what I think it actually is for me? Yeah. The fact that it's always in, like, the real world. Mm-hmm. So, like, New York or whatever. Like Well, actually, um, DC Comics, specifically in Green Lantern, he hangs out in Coast City, which is a completely fictional city. Superman is in Metropolis. Batman's in Gotham City. Yeah, but they're all, like, Detroit or New York or L.A. Like, that, was, you can yeah, that was a pretty them. weak argument. No, but um, they're, fictional, they're fictional cities. Like, Mar- like, Avengers is in New York, and they're in Manhattan. And, you know, like, it's very specifically that. And, like, yeah, Metropolis is kind of like an analog for New York, but Gotham kind of is, too, but they're different. And Gotham then is definitely some people, Detroit. No, I've never, I've actually but never none heard. None of those places would exist on Middle Earth. Right. Well, no, I've actually heard Gotham, people think of Gotham as Chicago. I think in the movies, Gotham is kind of Chicago 
more than Detroit. Yeah. Um, But then I think originally in the comics, like, Gotham was kind of New York at night and Metropolis was, like, New York during the day. Yeah. But I think it's implied in the comics that both New York and Metropolis exist. Yeah. And in the new movie, Gotham and Metropolis are, like, on the other side of a bay, like, right next to each other, which is... Silly. So stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> who puts two of the biggest cities in the country right across the street from each other? That doesn't happen. Uh, so back to our guest. Sorry. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Hi. What were we saying? Okay, so my thought is oh. maybe I don't like it because they're imposing a strict moral order on a world which is familiar to us, which is our real world. So... If we take them out of our world, yes. put them out in space, and then turn them into like those roguish individuals, anti-heroes, not strict moral code, but still doing the right thing at the end yeah. of the day. Like, I saw Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever. I like that. There we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Because it was in space. So that's what I was getting at. Thank I was going to ask you if you like Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Oh, Okay. Because those guys, like, they do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. They go after Ronan, they, they take him down, they save the planet, they I do love, all that good stuff. I love Lee Pace. Right? I love Lee Pace Oh, so yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. He's but good. they do it for the wrong reasons. He's got like, good eyebrows. He's got excellent eyebrows. Yeah, big fan. It's on fleek, you know? I don't know what that means, but I, it sounds good, so I will go. <laughs> so it's interesting is, like, I think elements of the Green Lantern story kind of cross into that territory. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting to me because it starts at a place that's inherently disinteresting to you. So even if, like, so at certain points, like, we were saying, like, the, the Guardians are corrupt and, like, Hal Jordan and the game, like, they go rogue and they kind of do their own shit. Um, like, it gets to that place that would be interesting to you. But it starts at a place that's inherently disinteresting because it's too, like... I would be more interested if they were never on Earth and they none of them were, like, humans. You know, I mean, the vast majority of them aren't. It's just, like, the most popular one, I think, because he's he's kind of relatable and he's, like, that cool guy. That he's pretty hot. Yeah, he's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds hot. Um, is Hal Jordan, and so that's there's that. But, I mean, there's plenty of non-human Green Lanterns, like Kilowog and Abensur and Is there going to be uh, a Green Lantern in the, the Justice League film? It does not appear to look at that case. Because historically, I think Green Lantern is a member of the Justice League as well. What's so that? that that's like uh, the DC analog to the Avengers. It's their gotcha. team. Superman, Batman, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman, Aquaman, Flash. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Gotcha. Which one is Suicide Squad? It's like a bunch of villains that... The government's like, oh, man, we have this thing that we need to get done, and people will probably die doing it. Let's just have, like, a bunch of people in jail do yeah. it. Is that DC or Marvel? Oh, it is DC, yeah, because a lot of them are, like, Batman villains, especially in the movie. They're very Batman villain-focused. Because that one's coming You're, out like, now, making right? a face, but it's, like, Killer I'm, Croc well, is I'm, in the I'm movie. I'm going through them in my head, like, Harley <laughs> Quinn, Joker, Killer Croc, but then there's, like, Boomerang, who's a Flash villain. Flash villain, yeah. Um, Katana is not... I don't know. It's not a. I don't know whose villain that is. Yeah, Japanese Deadshot knife? is like a everybody villain. Everybody hates Deadshot. What's that? Japanese knife katana. That's the character's name. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. 
because I love Adam Beach. The uh, Joker's in it. Are you excited about that? Played by Jared Leto from 30 Seconds to Mars fame. And, um, <laughs> Is that uh, what he's famous for? He's all tatted he's 30, up. Yeah, he's 30 Seconds to Mars, and he's in a fight club, and he just gets the shit beat out of him in fight club. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Academy Award-winning actor Jared Leto. Yeah, because he's in Dallas Buyers Club. And Heath Ledger won the Academy Award posthumously. So it's and Jack Nicholson has an Academy Award, but not for you know this. I'm excited for Adam. But Cesar Romero does not. No, because they don't give Academy Awards to TV actors. Oh well, no, there was a Batman movie, so I'm wrong. He won the Academy Award for that. Man, was he good? We just got kind of really into the weeds. Cesar Romero was the guy who played the Joker on like the '60s Batman. And like was so, like the show was so goofy that he didn't want to shave his mustache to play the Joker, so they just painted his face white over the mustache. I wouldn't want to shave my mustache either. Well, you don't, so I understand that. And neither does Matt. You should shave just the mustache. I should just paint my face white. Paint your face, including paint everything white. I mean, I'm already pretty white, but I could probably get a bit whiter. You could be whiter. Could be white like me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make myself great again. Oh, come on. Um, there's all there's the guy. It's, it's funny to me, and like obviously, like it doesn't translate um, in an audio format, but it is amusing to me that listeners will miss out like how uncomfortable Matt gets whenever <laughs> I say that collection of words in some form or fashion. It makes me feel really strange. <laughs> I had a long conversation with my mom about it last night. She's She's weird. Anyway, um, so okay, so there's another, there's another Green Lantern of Earth that's a human, that. Like ten of them. Is yeah, it a but lady. The the newest one is a lady, and I, I haven't read her book mm-hmm. yet. It's it's like new as in like within the last couple of months. Um, but there's there's other female ones from like you know other planets and stuff like that. But like the it's Earth like the one. alien ones. Yeah. Sure. Basically. Yeah. Um, but see, uh, there's Guy Guy Sinestro's Gardner. Daughter. Whatever her name was. Guy Gardner. He's kind of like the... I think he's the Green Lantern that you would like the best because he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big jerk too. (laughs) And, uh, like, you know, he's got a bad haircut and rather than wearing, like, a superhero costume, he has, like, a... It's kind of like a leather jacket that's green because he wants to be a badass, you know? (laughs) He's, um... It's a bad look. He's a like a former high school football coach. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly that. That's, yes. That explains it really well. And like he, you know, he was he was in the Justice League for a little while in the '90s when the Justice League was kind of goofy. And like he's he, pulling pranks. He, yeah. And he made Batman really mad, and Batman had to punch him in the face in front of the whole Justice League. Like, he's that kind of guy. Cause he yelled at him in front of the rest of the team. Um, he was just like fucking around, you know. Mm. Being, being a jabroni. Uh, being a jabroni. You know. Got to get decked. Yeah. Talk shit, get hit. That's Batman's motto. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the tagline of the Dark Knight. Yeah, right? talk shit, get hit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so with Justice League, are they all on the same level? Level being... Like power like, levels? So well, like Batman, Batman can deck the jabroni. Correct. And, they can all deck the jabronis. Jab- the jabroni can deck him back. Mm-hmm. Well, so at this point, the Justice League was kind of like C-list characters. It wasn't. It wasn't Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Justice League. It was 
the Blue Beetle and Fire and Ice and Guy Gardner as the Green Lantern and the Martian Manager was in it. Um, I feel like I'd be Manhunter. Like the <laughs> man, that Manhunter was a cool book. Like, <laughs> what would you do as the Manhunter? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> but you don't have an answer. <laughs> uh, I think that would be an HR critzit. So. <laughs> okay, I follow. What else we got? What else do we have to say? We want to briefly touch on the Golden Age Green Lantern before we wrap up. Oh yeah, there was a before all these other Green Lanterns, there was another Green Lantern whose weakness wasn't the color yellow; it was wood. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Going back to the non-Golden Age Green Lantern, his weakness is the color yellow? So, yeah, imagine you've got this ring, and it can make anything that you want. Yeah. And so, you know, you can you can fly in space. It'll put a bubble around you. You can make big fists to punch people in the face. Whatever your creativity allows you to do, and it's powered by how strong your will is. And, um, but if you were, like, you had a bubble around you, and then someone threw something at you that was yellow, it would go through your bubble and hit you. So it, it was, you had no power over things that were yellow. So wait, do each of the colors have a diametric opposition? Green to yellow, would it be like um, violet to orange? So they, it's not as one to one. Yeah, and, and they took away the yellow weakness after the whole parallax thing, right? Yeah, there was like a, a very long, stupid, convoluted answer to why <laughs> yeah. yellow was the weakness for green, which ended up being this giant space bug that had kind of infected the green. And like, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> the long story short, right, is that in the '90s they turned um, Hal Jordan into a villain, and he 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 went crazy. Um, his because his, of the space bug. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, originally, it was his city blew up. And he was felt responsible for the death of everybody in the city. Is this a big um, city? Coast yes, city, coast I think. City. City. Coast city. Coast city. Yeah. Okay. And it drove him nuts, and he became a villain. And then you know there was a new Green Lantern who replaced him, but he became a villain, and his villain name was Parallax. Now Parallax is like a thing outside of um, you know comic books. It's the like the visual thing, but I for know, whatever I reason, I put it. I put it in my master class. There you go. <laughs> Um, a little CSS parallax action, but so there's but there's no relation to as to why they called it parallaxes. They just they had, they wanted a cool name. And then, cool name with an X in it. You know, he was a villain. He fucked time uh, for a while there. He, he there's an event like, called, like zero hour. Yeah, he just like right in there. Time yep. is a person. I, I mean, no, but it's like a thing. <laughs> it is a li- it, it, he literally completely wiped out all of time and restarted it from zero. So he shocked up with time. Yeah. Yeah, it was messy. So then he eventually, like, sacrifices, like, he tries to become a hero again, sacrifices himself in the sun and to repower the sun, and he's dead. So flash forward, like, 20 years, no, well, zero, or the final night was in, like, the 90s, 94, or something like that, and then in, like, a decade later. Final night, I think, was a little bit later. I think it was 98, because it was after Electric Superman, and then it's right when, like, Superman lost the electric and got back to regular. So I think it was, like, 98. So, as these things do, the new president of DC Comics decided he wanted to bring Hal Jordan back, so they did this whole Green Lantern rebirth thing. And at the time, they needed, like, a reason to bring him back, and part of the reason, that it, or part of the thing they had to do was go back and then over-explain Parallax. And to do that, 
they introduced this idea that all of these colors have like a, a creature that kind of represents them or defines them, with Parallax being this giant yellow space bug that had infected his mind and like like gotten in there and taken over. And it also um, was like some parasite version of it was in the Green Lantern battery, and that's why there was a weakness to it, because it was in there infecting it. And then they got it out, and then they created its core with the other guy, and they did their whole yellow thing. Because you can't have a hero that had already wiped out all of space and time once. Like, who's going to trust that guy? It's just a lot of over explain. Like, I can see your face as I'm explaining this, and you're losing interest the further I get into it. <laughs> you know what's so? And that's the biggest problem of comics: is everything needs this kind of detailed yeah, explanation. Which is your point about the Avengers decades movie? Decades and decades of story, and it's just like, I don't want to get into that. Well, but the thing is, from the flip side, though, it really pays off for someone who's been reading comics for 20 years. You're like, you know, oh my gosh, I remember this thing that happened, and, and there's a lot, you know. Because I remember the issues where he his city was destroyed, and then years later when he was the villain and wiped out all of space and time in Zero Hour, and then he sacrificed himself, and then you know he was the spirit of vengeance for a little while, and then they bring him back, and he's redeemed, and like you know uh, talking about it, like even me talking about it, like I recognize like wow, this sounds real stupid, but when you're reading it, you're I feel you, I feel differently about it, and it's it's exciting. To a, to a point. So some of them are better than others, right? Um, but I liked Zero Hour, you know, in the 90s when they wiped out all of time. I was like, I was pretty into it. Like, so wait, he was evil, and then he put himself in the sun to, to restore yeah. time, space time. No, just to save the sun. <laughs> yeah, this was a different... So after he was evil and he wiped out all of space and time, they defeated him, restarted space and time. But I thought he was evil. Why didn't he just let it all, like, explode or whatever? He got over it. <laughs> exactly. Basically. Yeah. So he was just There's like, a, I'm gonna do a few this. years passed, and he was like, oh shit, I guess I was kind of a dick, huh? <laughs> mm. Because, like, he was the kind of evil that you're probably into, where, like, their version of evil is evil because we recognize it as them doing something bad to them. They're doing the right thing. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, my city died. All these people died. I need to go back and change time so that I can bring all these people back without giving a shit that what he was doing was, like, fucking everything up. Right. So all these people were coming at him and being like, stop, stop, stop. You're breaking all this other shit. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. I'm fixing this one thing here. So that's why he was evil. Mm. And he just kind of, like, you know, all his friends were coming at him being like, yo, you got to stop. And he's like, yo, "Yo, you got to fuck off. And he was just like, my name's Parallax. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. As you do when you're trying, you're, you're, you're just self-righteous about stuff, you change your name to something cooler, right. like Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, to Parallax. Yeah. Like Trump to Trump. Right. Yeah, that's I'm just trying to make, I'm just trying to make Matt uncomfortable oh. some more. That's